Okay, let's see how this works now. Uh, so what happened was um, we had a technical difficulty. I'm still learning this new technology. Uh, but this is the start of the episode. Uh, my name is James Beaver. You know where you are because you clicked the link. Uh, we have a good episode today. Uh, I have a good friend of mine. Uh, I had Jay Walker last episode and I met this guy the same day. Um, good friend of mine, a fellow movie junkie. Uh, Saint Shane Saint Germain, I, I nearly fucked up. You 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 fucked it up a little. You fucked it up a little. I'm a jabber jaw. I can't help it. You know, this is why I'm doing a podcast to uh, improve my speech. Even though I'm I'm from England, I'm doing it to improve myself. Um, yeah. So take it away. You know, uh, say a little bit about yourself and our friendship and how amazing it is. Uh, my name is Shane. Uh, about seven years ago, I made the mistake of going to a new brand show. <laughs> Um, if I offended anyone with that comment, I really don't care. I walked in and I saw a man wearing a camp counselor shirt. thought that was a little bit weird. thought maybe he was from some special wrestling camp. For Figure you were part for the course, especially the, the uh, clientele there. And then he spun around and I saw that the front of the shirt said Camp Crystal Lake. And right then and there, I knew he was a cool guy. So when you saw the Camp Crystal Lake, did you hear that? No. No? No. 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 I just thought, oh. I, I, usually, I usually think that when I see people with cool t-shirts. Um, yeah, so we've known each other, um, we've actually uh, lived together once upon a time, um, We've you've wrestled many, well, I've wrestled many matches with you as a referee, you're my number one referee when it comes to it. Why, thank you. Yeah, you've, tra- you've nearly made me laugh, actually, in my last match, when you did that whole, uh, l- you know, I quit. Promo explaining yeah. the rules of the I quit match. Yeah, I had to like, I had to like be serious because I was like serious bad guy. But I, you could just see me bury my head into the turnbuckle because I was like trying my best not to laugh. Anyone who says serious bad guy is not a serious bad guy. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm not even serious in my job, let alone trying, you know, trying to be a big bruiser. Um, but yeah, so we've known each other. We have a, a very similar taste when it comes to movies. Definitely. Uh, so very similar. That's you know, when I started this podcast, you were like my number one guy to have um you know or top five you know it's like what it's like tied top five you're building me up pretty pretty hard let's hope this episode delivers we're gonna get 10 viewers that's it well listeners um yeah so um as prior to the to the podcast i usually get somebody um i usually send them a list of movies i have a preset list uh, i use evernote and I send them the list and say, this is my movies, pick one. And originally you wanted to watch Jurassic World. And then I was like, it's kind of new and it's not really in the wheelhouse of what we do here. So I wanted to watch Carnosaur. Carnosaur is a very, very bad dinosaur movie that came four weeks before Jurassic Park came out in the theaters. I had honestly never even heard of Carnosaur before you I, mentioned I, it to me. I knew of Carnosaur because it was on Sky One being advertised as Jurassic Park was being advertised for home movies. So, um, and so it it came out four weeks before it cost a million dollars to make. And it has Helen Hunt from Jurassic Park. It has her mother starring in, in this. So they went like to great lengths to like say, this is Jurassic Park. Is that what it says on the cover? Helen Hunt's mother? <laughs> I, I hope so, but I, I found that out looking at uh, Wikipedia. So um, then uh, I asked you, and the first words that came out of your mouth was uh, Halloween Resurrection. And I've seen that. I've seen it. I just don't remember it. So um, 
just uh, tell the viewers why you decided to pick this thing. Well, there's uh, several reasons. When I was young, I went to this phase where I was really into slasher movies. For those of you who don't know, there used to be these places called video stores, and they used to rent out VHS tapes. And I went through that slasher phase where I just grabbed every horror sequel I could find. That, that, that was me too. And I remember watching... Res uh, wow, I almost said Resident Okay, so the thing stopped. So you're telling me about these things called video stores. Yes, they were great. I mean, I feel like if they came back, they really wouldn't be that great, because why the, why the fuck would you walk down the street to pick up a movie when you could just use Netflix or the internet or your own personal collection? Or uh, Redbox. You know, you can just go to the grocery store and pick Red up. Redbox is still a thing? Uh, I've seen one, but... You I know, saw a Redbox once. <laughs> I, remember, I remember Redbox. Anyway, so I watched Halloween Resurrection at the time, and I thought it was fine. And then about two or three years ago, I picked up the Halloween Blu-ray box set. And then about one year ago, or not one year ago, well, maybe a couple months ago, yeah. I watched Halloween Resurrection again. And holy shit, is that a pile of crap. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I, I, I've... I, whereas, whereas for you, uh, Resurrection... Resurrection was one of those. For me, it was the four, five, and six movies. They, I would pick those movies out of the video store and watch them because I had the slasher phase, and it was around that time that those movies came out. Um, so yeah, I, when you told me this story, I was like, yeah, that's pretty much, uh, you know, I uh, I'm in sync with that idea. So uh, this movie is a movie. It's definitely a well. I think it's a movie, and it's a movie of the time. Definitely, they. It, it's such a 2000 movie. Right, like to the point where the technology comes off as more dated than it does in the earlier sequels because they keep showing it to you. Oh, th there's something in this movie that I will delve into. I forgot what it was. Was it that that weird MacBook thing? The, the, P the, the P What was it called? The Apple Core or some shit? We'll, we'll go, we'll go we'll, into we'll it after there. this. We'll get there. Anyway, so um, since we're on the cusp of it, I'll say we'll take a break and then go into it. Sounds good. All right. And uh, we are back. Uh, so yeah, so Halloween Re Resurrection came out. Um, actually, I usually uh, put Wikipedia, but me being the uh, the master planner, I forgot to bring it up. I usually use uh, Wikipedia so I can know about movies. I feel like it was summer of two thousand and two. It it was definitely the two thousand. Maybe not summer, but I swear this whole thing is cursed. Uh, we are back. The Curse of Michael Myers. The Curse of Michael Myers is affecting us. So, uh, Halloween Resurrection came out in July 2002. I never knew that. You never knew that. It's, it's like I've told you before. It's almost like we've been experiencing technical difficulties, and this is our third time trying this particular bit. Exactly. Uh, $13 million um, it cost to make. And then uh, it was... It, Box office return was $37 million, and it was made by Rick Rosenfall, who was the director of Halloween 2, which is very surprising, but very. not very surprising considering the level of detail they go, you know, according to the second movie. So uh, let's just jump straight into it, to Nurse Exposition. Nurse Exposition explaining why Michael is still alive, because if you saw Halloween H2O and nobody blames you if you didn't, Laurie supposedly cuts his head off with an axe at the very end of the movie. I, I tell you something, though. Halloween H2O is a pretty good movie. It's okay. I feel like it hasn't aged very well. It has that shitty late 90s aesthetic. True, but like compared to this yeah. and how well it's done, uh, it's a better movie, and uh, it would have been a perfect ending. 
Yeah, it would have been. You know, this. the Mustafa Akkad didn't want to kill off his supposed cash cow. Yeah. And so, like, no, 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 we can't kill off Michael. Michael's hot. People yeah, want yeah. to see more Michael movies. Now, now, if they, you know, I wonder if they're going to do this for, you know, H40, or as we call it, Halloween 2018, because uh, they're pretty much doing H2O, but, just, you know, where they forget even the second movie and bringing it into now. So I'm wondering if they're going to do a, a very similar thing. So um, as, as we talk about Nurse Exposition, she's uh, explaining away what happened. Apparently she attacked a paramedic driver who was checking on Michael. And then uh, the reason why he wasn't able to speak was because he had a clutch larynx because Michael crushed it, which is kind of out of character for Michael because... At the end of the original Halloween, Michael doesn't switch outfits with anyone. He doesn't give a shit enough to do that. He just gets up and leaves and leaves Laurie and Dr. Pleasance or Dr. Loomis Dr. wondering... Dr. Loomis. What the hell happened to him? He didn't try to cover his tracks. Michael doesn't care about covering his tracks. But in Halloween H2O, Michael thought to himself, hmm, I don't want them to know I'm still alive, so I'll crush this dude's throat, I'll switch my outfit with him, and Laurie will supposedly kill him and I'll get away. And and you think you think they would show this, but they're actually telling us this, as this nurse tells this other nurse, and we're like... This is why we call her Nurse Exposition, because she's just explaining all this away. And then as um, they're mentioning that she killed the wrong guy, the other nurse goes, oh my god. She killed the wrong guy. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is this? At this point, I feel like Nurse Exposition is running out of steam and just wants this other nurse to get the hell away from her. She's trying to scare her just by telling stories. And then we see Lori, who has significantly longer hair than she does on the cover, because I doubt she wanted to take any promotional photos for this. What? You want me to cut my hair? Go fuck yourself. And, get get uh, H2O. You see her getting her meds, but she actually doesn't take her meds because, as it turns out, tonight just happens to be the night that Michael is back. Yes. Uh, so, uh, so apparently she's been preparing for him to come. Uh, fun fact, the doll that she has is actually in the original Halloween uh, that the that the kid she was babysitting. So that's kind of like a throwback to the original. That's a pretty good touch considering there are later moments in this movie where they don't use any good touches oh, whatsoever. Oh, no, at all. Uh, so she, um, Jamie Lee Curtis is amazing as usual. Jamie Lee Curtis in this movie, in this movie for how long she is, is the highlight. Definitely. Th- this, this whole segment should have been the entire movie. Yeah, her Jamie, fighting him. Jamie in a, Lee Curtis trying to fight off. You could easily have a character that comes in a little bit later as kind of maybe a helper to Michael. Uh, and then, so, um, as we go... Um, so then we cut to a guard outside who's just kind of hanging out, and you think, okay, Michael's going to kill this guy, but instead he gets jump-scared by some fat guy who escaped ne- from the hospital and got to the other side of the fence somehow. Oh, yeah. And supposedly this is like a hospital for the criminally insane, and the guard's response to this is just like, Harold, what the hell are you is doing out here? Is it or is it Carl? I don't remember his name. It's probably Carl. Yeah, but he's like pissed off. You know, and mildly, then, doesn't even really care all that much, considering. Uh, I would and, be terrified. And, and this uh, guy in the mask is obsessed with serial killers, and he's basically saying John Wayne Gacy and starts to talk about all his murders. So if they did this whole thing, whole segment as an entire movie, you could have this character be like potentially a helper to Michael because he idolizes Michael. If you introduce some more little characters, including the guards, you could have had a really decent movie. 
as we're soon to find out, we they didn't decide to go with that. Yeah. So anyway, the guards, I, and I love this next part, the laundry room part. Yes. He sees this huge, tall, hulking figure walking around, and this guard who's watching it on security just assumes it's the 300-pound man. <laughs> says, hey, John, there's some guy screwing around in the basement. Go and check that, it out. And that's the first showing of Michael, is him just walking into the... Into the laundry room. That's the first time you see Michael. It's him just walking around. Not, not the best reveal for sure. Because usually when you have a serial killer, you have these cool reveal moments like him in, you know, like when he's standing watching people in the original Halloween. That's your first glimpse of Michael. It's so quick and sudden. It, it's the boogeyman, as they mentioned. It's not just Michael walking by on a security camera. No, no. And then, so they go in, and then... Oh, man, Michael shows some insane agility in this next bit because somehow he is able to turn oh. off the washing machine. Bef- before that, Willie wants snacks. The security guard that got them scared is like, he's looking lovingly at the, that snack machine. <laughs> and so he's like, I'm just going to get a snack and as his friend. And then he hears a scream, and from the time it takes Willie to go from the vending machine round the corner... Michael is able to turn off the washing machine, lure in a guard, cut the guard's head clean off, get it into the washing machine, hide the body, and then start the washing machine get back up and get into position. And then... one the span ha- of two minutes. And then one hand lift himself up. Michael oh, yeah. Myers is jacked. Jacked and, as and, fuck. and since it's been three years, I have a theory. I think for those three years, Michael's just been doing push-ups, sit-ups... He's been eating protein, which we'll get to. He's doing the One Punch Man exercise for the last yes, three years. he was doing the One Punch Man. You know, it, that's why he keeps a mask on, because he's lost his hair. So, that would um, make sense. And speaking of the mask, the mask in this movie sucks. Oh, the, the mask in the... Uh, the the uh, up-close mask looks really good. But when you see, like, outside... Like, the action mask is fucking terrible. The eye holes are so big that you can see the skin on his face. And, and then it takes away. And, and then the hair the ha- is frizzy. The hair looks like a troll doll. <laughs> So, um, so then as uh, Michael was passing by, we see Carl or Howard or whatever, and I swear, he's fucking rock hard seeing one of his idols. Right. He, like, the look on his face, er- Erection he, City. He's loving it. Oh, he loves uh, it. Meanwhile, the audience is making the opposite face. I feel like this movie is not yeah, too yeah. good. But this, this, this segment is the best segment of the entire movie. Right. And that's saying something. Right. So, um, so anyway, Michael walks... Through, like, literally through Laurie's door. He just fucking walks right through it because, yeah. he, as Beaver's saying, he is very, very jacked in this movie. He's jacked as fuck. He's like, you know what? All those push-ups, fuck this door. I'm going through. And then he pops through. And then Laurie's like, hey, Michael. Punt, and then hits him with a, um, looks like a light rod or something. Some sort of rod. Yeah. And then decides to run off. And then we have the chase sequence, which should have been at the end of the movie. Like we're saying, this whole movie should have been... This movie is backwards, basically. This should have been Halloween Asylum or something like if you, that. If you put this on the TV one night and it was already on, you would think this was the climax. I almost turned it off. At, at, at the end of this, I almost turned it off, cause, and then I would have been praising this entire movie. So we get to it, and then Laurie's actually trapped Michael. He's got him upside down. Laurie was able to, even though she presumably never saw the roof of this hospital before, she was able to get up to the roof and set up a trap, the yeah. old... Get your foot caught in a rope and go flinging upside down trap. Which I yeah, feel she, like, how do you even set that up in real life? I feel she like was in that solitary, trap is bullshit. Solitary confinement too. She wasn't wandering around. She was in solitary. She was in there for three years. I wonder if she like. That's how she figured it out. She spent the last three years trying to figure out how to set up a noose. Maybe the roof was across from her room. And she's just looking again. 
yeah. got this. If he comes back. And yeah. then she starts freaking out when they start to do renovations on top. My plans. No, no my, my, my plans. plans. <laughs> my plan. So, um, so Michael falls for it. And then one of the, and then we get to the stupidest thing ever. Actually, it was a cool callback. Was, but the fact that Laurie falls for this callback we're yes. about to get into is just, come on, Laurie. So, uh, Michael starts tearing at his mask, make, making... Lately Lo- smacking himself in the face, pretending yeah. that he wants to pull off his mask. And and then Laurie's like, <gasps> what if he switched bodies with someone else and then that person just happened to follow me up to the roof and fall for my trap? What if it's Willie? <laughs> <laughs> so, she, uh, she tries to pull off Michael's mask and uh, she loudly says, I just have to make sure. Yeah. And starts tugging on his mask for what seems like an eternity. You know what would have been hilarious? As she's reaching in, Michael grabs her. You hear, you hear the first line from Michael is, Gotcha, bitch! That would have been good. <laughs> but it takes her longer to get off Michael's mask than it did for Jericho to get off that mask in New Japan several yes, months ago. Yes, he did. And Michael ends up taking her knife that she didn't bother to put down and yeah. stabbing her with it. In the back. And then uh, I actually like this moment. Like if If this hypothetical movie we're talking about... Halloween Asylum ended with him throwing it off the thing, and then him walking home. Or him falling to and them dying together. Or him just stabbing her, falling off, and then the last thing is him walking Incredible Hulk-style back to Haddonfield. Hitchhiking too? Yeah. like just Throwing out his thumb. Yeah, exactly. That, that, that would have been like the perfect end, but instead the movie carries on. Instead, this is an imperfect beginning. Oh, yeah. Like, this this whole... If, the, if this beginning... Is a lot like the new movie coming out, which is more extended. I'm just gonna get up and leave. You're really well. If it's just the beginning. Yeah, yeah. If Laurie dies in the first ten minutes, even though she's all over the advertising, like this was, she was all over the advertising in this right. movie. And you know, it's a good thing it was in the first ten minutes because if people find that out, they probably uh, want their money back. But hopefully, they want it, they're gonna want their money back regardless. Oh yeah. Um, so we go. to... We then switch scenes. Uh, First, he gives that fat dude his knife. Oh, yes, yeah, yes. He goes over to him and he actually hands him his knife, which is a pretty nice thing for Michael to do because Michael's kind of a cold-blooded killer. Also, carrying on with the um, the Michael, Michael was jacked. He's, he's able to hold himself with one arm, stab a woman in the back, and hold her for long enough to get a kiss, and then it's let her go. It's weird that she kissed him because I never realized incest was part of the Halloween story. I think it was kind of like a kiss of death kind of thi- kind of thing. It's more of a... Like a brother, yeah, a brother to a sister. Yeah. My my sister does it to me all the time before she, she punches kisses you before you drop her to her death, or before she punches me in the head, you know. And then the logo pops up for all of a second before immediately disappearing. I, I was hoping that was the credits. It's I was like just, Halloween Resurrection. Yeah, it's like one of those when you're watching a TV show on television and it says Buffy the Vampire Slayer will return after these messages. Which is funny enough, Rick Rosenfeld directed a bunch That's of. That's probably where he got the idea. So. um... And then, you know, we have the fat guy basically getting another... Ch- I swear he came in this movie. Explaining but- to the audience who Michael Myers is in case you went into this movie. Not- and then also explains the timeline and what movies you can forget about. Because it forgets the uh, the Black Phone tr- uh, trilogy and goes from 1 to H2O and now to this. Uh, I was surprised he didn't go, uh, you know... What was the name? Laurie. Laurie Strode at the end of it, you know. But then it's... Michael's back. I'm like, oh, I'm like, why? Yeah. So uh, we now get to the real movie begins, and it doesn't even seem like a Halloween movie. It seems no. like someone made a shitty found footage style reality show horror movie, and then they just it sounds like in it seems like they got, they got a script, 
and they shot this whole fit. It feels like two different movies from the way it's edited, the way it's done. It's just a completely different uh, experience as we're going to go. So um, they do a bit of foreshadowing, talking about the boogeyman and the darkness in each of the people and the shape and the shadow and all that stuff. And we meet the protagonist, Sarah. Um, I'm glad you wrote down her name because... Uh, I, huh. I, I did it just so I could remember it. I, then I forgot a name, like, as I was writing my notes, because I usually write notes, I forgot her. And then the next time you see her is uh, some shitty music as she's riding a moped, so you know she's independent. And she's the main character. And yeah. You're, you're totally going to care about her. Oh, yeah. And she has a boyfriend, too, played by what looks like a little kid David Arquette. Oh, yeah, yeah, the catfish. I, I don't even... I You're supposed to like this kid, and he's catfishing this poor woman. <laughs> he's talking to his friend like, oh, man, I tricked her into thinking I'm a college grad with a degree. I think she... I think it's true love. Oh, yeah. And then we're introduced to uh, Sarah's friend, uh, played by Katie Sackhoff. Uh, I think she was on speed this entire movie. She's just got, like, these weird, like, facial tics. Katie Sackhoff, is she one of those random TV show actresses? Uh, she was in Battlestar Galactica. Horror movies. Uh, and then she did a bunch... She's ma- she's mainly a TV actress, uh, but she's mainly uh, the big star about Star Galactica. Didn't she like say to Sarah, "Hey, I signed us all up for some horror reality show, and we all got on immediately." And then they all because that's how TV shows work in real life. You just and then sign we're up for uh, introduced to Rudy, the cook. Rudy the cook, played by Omar Epps. I believe so. I'm gonna think of him as Omar the entire movie. <laughs> Omar. So uh, we're introduced to Rudy and his whole his whole each of these movies ha- each teen doesn't have much character it's just she wants to be a star he wants to be a cook he doesn't stop talking about protein every time he's mentioning stuff he's talking about like you need some protein in your diet that's what cooks do they just only ever talk about cooking i know i know chefs and they don't talk about that half the time uh and then they really show show the age of this movie by saying this could be bigger than the osborne's and you're like, what the fuck is the Osbournes? And then you have to look it up to remember what the Osbournes is. I remember the Osbournes because I was like 15, 16 when it came out. I do too, but I don't think of it as big. Yeah. Well, it, it was big in England. Like, I, I often watched it. So, you know, it's for my generation. Canada was just a show. Yeah. And then um, this, I put Osbournes, this aged well. <laughs> and then apparently the name of the uh, company is... Dangertainment. Which doesn't exactly roll out. It's not the worst name I've ever heard, yeah. but it's also pretty dog shit. And then we get the warning. Like, every horror movie has to have that one person warning them about what's going to happen. And we're introduced to this creepy kid who just starts monologuing his ass off. And then as he's doing it, he kind of leans over and starts sniffing her underwear. <laughs> and then just starts doing opera before he gets thrown out. I'm like, bring him back. Bring creepy Make a movie about him. And yeah. Michael. Creepy panty opera kid. <laughs> so, um, and then, so then we find out that this is in Haddonfield. So, what originally was a small city, small town, now has enough to be have a university. And then we find out what this reality show is supposed to be. Yes. Turns out, what they want these kids to do is to spend two nights or one night in the Myers house. And for one thing. The Myers house was never all that iconic. Like it's, it's you. If you saw it, you'd recognize it. If you saw the movie, but this house looks nothing like the original Haddonfield house. Oh, they they, they changed it it's up. It's just a Texas Chainsaw Massacre ripoff house. So usually I go on Reddit, and my whole thing is I like to solve plot holes when people have complaints. And I thought the best one would be that in between the twenty years 
uh, between two and H2O and such that someone bought the house for cheap because it's a murder house. And they uh, basically renovated the house to make it more spookier by putting like traps and stuff like that and then toured it around. But because they spent so much people, nobody wants to go to a murder house. They ended up having it foreclosed and then Danger Tainment came in and got it for cheap. The fact that you figured all that out and explained like a potential plot hole means your job, you need to like go and work for movie studios and fix continuity errors. Just a plot hole filler. Uh, so then we get to, um, uh, so we introduce the catfish boy here, and then they meet in a motel where I think there was probably a uh, a casting couch situation. Since this is the early 2000s, they can't show that sort of thing. So yeah. So that part's cut out, but you can it, tell they had the, to they the, had to fuck some dudes to get these Although jobs. this room was giant, so I'm wondering, what motel has like a dining hall? Because it, it, was, it was a dining hall that they were in. Yeah, it was a... Pretty so, big room. Yeah, so what kind of motel has that kind of... And I've, I've never seen one. It's usually just rooms in motels. You don't have... Uh, so then... Um, so we meet the hosts of the show, and they uh, date the fuck out of this movie even worse. Buster Rhymes and Tyra Banks. Now, Buster Rhymes is actually... Like, he's... In a way, he's one of the biggest lowlights of this movie, as we will get to around the end. But at the same time, he's also one of the biggest highlights, because he goes so over the top with his performance, and he's funny and charismatic. Yeah. Tyra Banks took all that charisma and... Sucked it right so out. So much of the room. so that I think something happened uh, later on. Yeah, so, we'll, we'll get to that. And then we'll we're introduced to, to these interviews, and basically it's it's doing the reality TV gimmick, so it's one on one. I forget all these people, so I got some junk, uh, goth chick who wants to jump Michael's bones. Is that the redhead? Uh, yeah, she she's talking about like darkness and stuff like that. Is the guy you said looks like Chris Delia? Uh, Chris De- uh, De- Delia. Uh, he, he looks He's like, like the him. cool guy, the, the, the rock star guy. The musician guy. guy. Um, and then there's American Pie Kid. Yeah, yeah, I'm like... Which is, <laughs> I saw him and I was like, wait, isn't American Pie like kind of a big series at the time? What's he doing in it this? It came out in 2001, so... Was, I, I wonder if they got him just to get like that... Cool. He's like the least billed actor in American Pie, though. Yeah. He's small guy whose Although name I can't remember. Although he's one of the focal points. He's kind of like the, uh, the one guy from The Hangover. He's not, you know, he kind of br- brings the plot forward, but he's not very well known... He's not like, you know, Chris... Is it Chris... Chris Catan? Not that, he's not... The other guy. Um, there's the big guy, and then there's Stifler, then there's uh, Finchie, and then there's, the guy, you know, Jason... Uh, Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard. Wait, no, Matthew yeah, Lillard's Matthew not, in that. not in American No, Pie. I was thinking of Chris Klein. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you know them, and then there's that guy. So it's that kind of syndrome. So uh, then we have... Um, uh, Rudy the cook talking about I want to cook I want protein you gotta have protein in your diet cooks only ever talk about cooking yeah cause I'm a cook uh, can't wait to check out the kitchen at the Halloween and house then, and then something explodes and a girl screams so loudly that the fucking windows break and it's so annoying yeah and then it cuts to bust around making the most <laughs> hilarious face on the planet and going now that's what I'm talking about yeah Buster Rhymes is so bad in this movie, but it's like a Nicolas Cage performance. No, it, it definitely is. Because yeah. then we cut to him watching Kung Fu at <laughs> four in the morning in his motel room with this huge grin on his face. <laughs> and the doorbell rings. And in the most anime moment ever, Buster Rhymes gets up and says something like, Who the hell's knocking on my door and interrupting me while I'm watching Kung Fu at two in the morning at my motel room before we start filming? And this is a Chekhov gun right now. We come to this moment later. Because they basically they basically teased something coming on. They, they really did build up to it. Yeah, they, and then uh, Sarah's like, 
I don't want to do the show. It, this sucks. And I'm the main character, so I have to be self-referential yeah. and not like anything. And then, um, we're, you know, he's like, this is the American dream you got to do. Buster Ryan's ad-libbing in this entire movie is hilarious. I, I want a movie based on his character. A sequel to this. But take out Michael him. Myers. It's just him trying to be a good Samaritan now. <laughs> but then she walks away and he immediately says, this stupid bitch bought it. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. And then, um, so they buy new clothes for the show and she's complaining. You know, she's, she's the virgin of this movie in that she's like, I don't want to feel sexy or anything. And... And then like, just put put it on, you stupid bitch. It's, it's, I'm surprised you didn't go, it's 2002, get with it, woman. Yeah, and like, the thing is, the Halloween movies always have Michael going after a family member. But this one, like this woman is not related to Michael. She knows nothing about Michael. None of them do. The only connection is this house, which, as we've explained, looks nothing like the actual house because they renovated it. Yeah, I, as, as in my uh, self-explained plot hole. Um, I do think I do wonder if there were, there's like a deleted scene where it explains that Sarah is like a second cousin or some shit. Maybe. So uh, we get so then we get back to uh, Catfish Boy who doesn't want to go out. All he wants to do is sit at home, creep at, on his girlfriend, creep on his internet girlfriend. This was back when the internet wasn't that great either, so it's really creepy that he just wants to stay How the at fuck home. Did they get a good connection? Because this was probably dial-up. Isn't there like a MacBook computer, but it's not called a MacBook? It's it's a, that, that's a, a PDA. A PDA? That, I think that was a PDA. They had a Palm Pilot thing that they exchange yeah. emails on. Yeah. Yeah, it, the movie comes off as very, very dated. Oh, I was like... More fu- so than the 80s and My 90s My notes films. put a fucking PDA, so t- thousands. Uh, so everyone has a, a, like a, a camera, and this annoyed the fuck out of me. Because as they're explaining going on, the editing is crazy. Because it's people like looking at their tits and... Spinning everything around or like putting it down their throat. I'm like, stop, stop. Yeah, no, the editing in this movie is very TV yes. show dog shit yes. style, unmemorable. And then I, I actually put they, they spend more money putting like logos everywhere than actually having decent uh, recording equipment. And then there's this scene with Tyra Banks and a cameraman, which is just awful. Is Tyra a director? I think she's one of the show producers, but she's telling that guy, like, Yo, man, you ain't Citizen Kane. Just pick a goddamn shot. And then the, the cameraman mentions that he went to the same school as Steven Spielberg. Like, that's an achievement that you could afford enough to go to a, to a decent she's school. Like, cool, man, and now you're in Halloween Resurrection. So look at, <laughs> look, look at how that worked out Exactly. For you. So then, then Michael shows up. Because and, oh, just- before that, they actually get a bit meta by talking about high angles, scary. Low angles, scary. And when the movie's being written by someone who doesn't know anything about movies, it, it doesn't work. No, no, it doesn't. So, um, and then Michael Myers shows, with the world's sharpest tripod. Yeah, he takes this tripod. I don't know how it could be that sharp. Like, how do you set up a tripod that is this sharp that yeah. you can stab someone to death with the tripod? Right through the throat. And then Michael just kind of leans the camera on a wall and fucks off and tie up because it's a sharp tripod, so you yeah. can't set it up properly, so he just sets it up. Leaning on a wall, and then Tyra Banks says with a straight face, Damn, that's a great shot. Yeah. And just a close up of the stairs. It looks like shit. While this is happening, she's uh, dancing around, making coffee, bragging about getting a guy's car towed. You know, and then this brings up something later on that I'm going to mention that pisses me the fuck off. So, uh, anyway, um, then I do wonder this is three years after H2O. Right. What was Michael doing? The One Punch Man exercise. Apparently, yeah. We went through this. <laughs> yeah. There should be like a uh, a prequel to this where it's like, 
kind of like a Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but it's Ma- Michael Myers' years Michael off. Michael Myers' is three years off. And it is just him just getting jacked, maybe finding love. Standing in the corner of the room. Yeah, breathing as hard as he can. So he kills the guy with the tripod, and I don't know what he does with the body, because it's at the house, and then everyone shows up at uh, the house, right? They, they actually show his body later on. Right. He did it, co- I guess, for the time being. He, he did hide it. Uh, so then, as I said, we just, yeah, Buster pretty lamely does exposition on the house and the rules and stuff like that. All it is is you're meant to survive. There's no actual, like, explanation and what no to do. No elimination, no game, no, no way. It, and, you know, Hang out in a shitty haunted house. They don't explain if it's, like, a series or a... Uh, they just say it's just two nights. They don't explain it if it's, like, an event a series or if this is just like one episode of a series Till Ever Made This doesn't actually watch reality TV they just knew it was popular at the time and yeah, like, shorned um, it in the sequel's shit but Grave Encounters did a really good I haven't seen any Grave Encounters but you've mentioned it in the past yeah because Grave Encounters explains what it is that this is a lost episode um, I do feel this movie is a half-assed uh, found footage movie very half-assed um, what they did was uh, they wanted found footage because it was popular at the time, and they wanted to include Michael Myers, but they there was only dipping their toe rather than actually doing it. So as this movie comes in, you see a lot of found footage style, but it's so jarring and so poorly done because they wanted to make it realistic that it really ruins the movie. Uh, as they come in, it's the place is way too bright initially. You, you know, you want... This is the first time they're walking into the house. You want atmosphere. And you can just see light beams. You can see everything in the house. Right. And on top of that, they just sprinkled the house with, like, the lamest cliche horror motif setting shit. Yeah. Like, creepy dolls. I think there's a baby carriage for some reason in the basement. Um, Dirt everywhere. uh, uh, We'll go go to that in a minute. Um, And then they start uh, talking about, like, how he was possessed and they should have poked fun at the Black Fawn arc, saying apparently some cult told him to do it or something. Just, just with the way this movie is very meta, they could have thrown in a lot of gags. Yeah, they, to, to make it better. They didn't want to throw in gags. Yeah, you know, well, they tried to throw in gags with these uh, attempts at comedies with these characters. They could have like shit talked the other stuff and made fun of it. You know, kind of like in the uh, 2008, they actually kind of make fun of the whole brother sister thing because they're abolishing that whole angle. Right. So like, apparently it was his uh, brother. No, 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 that's just a rumor. They could have done it like that, and that would have been a nice nod, and it also made fun of how stupid it was. Um, so, And then they made a survivor joke. So apparently eliminations are not in here. So Once again, dating the show. Dating the show. Even, even though Survivor's on now, in 2002, it was huge. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I, even I remember that, and I hated anything that wasn't cartoons back then. And then they noticed... That the spices are fresh. So was it the cook that noticed that? Yes. First thing he does when he gets into the house is I'm going to go check out the kitchen. I bet it's really old and cool. <laughs> He's like, wait, no, then it couldn't have been renovated because it wouldn't have been old and cool. Yeah, it would have been new. Yeah, yeah. But um, or it could have been renovated because they, you know, made it look crappier just to boost the torsos. Uh, but so, um, are we introduced to the audience characters yet? Because that is, oh, I hate audience characters more than <laughs> anything. Uh, this character direction to everybody, and everyone's a douche trying to bang each other, basically, in this. Uh, and then they check underneath the stairs, and there's a baby table jump scare. Like a baby table just dropped <laughs> ah, out. A baby table jumped out. Oh, no. And then, um, and then there's more Michael walking around 
grunting and looking at people. How big is this house? How is Michael just walking around without oh, yeah. anyone like noticing him? He's and he's with, a big guy, and, and that house how, is old. And with how the uh, floors are, floors creak, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be funny if they cut down. And he's just like. You know, wiggling his toes and stuff like that. And he's got his uh, boots in his hand. Because he's wearing boots. Because Michael wears boots because he's, you know... Um, wearing a janitor's outfit for the past 30, 20 years. And, and then we go... Uh, and then we jump to the uh, the party. And, oh, my God. And, the, and, the ca- and they're dressed as uh, Jules and Vic. From for- Pulp Fiction, even though you can tell these types of characters would have no idea what the hell Pulp Fiction is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm actually glad that he didn't decide to go in blackface. He had an afro in a beard. We never actually like painted his face black. Blackface would have just been another thing to complain about. Oh yeah. So he's he's at this Halloween party watching this shitty show on a computer there, and I feel like the stream probably doesn't hold up at oh, all. He has an addiction. Like he's like, you know, you, you ever seen those like Lifetime movies where they're talking about addiction? This is a scene like that where he's like, there's a one where kids addicted to like online porn. This guy's addicted to just and, and it, it looks just like the kid. And he keeps like. <laughs> disappearing away just to look at his porn and so it doesn't show him jacking off he's just like staring at his porn or like taking a pda and stuff like so this is what he's like um and then like a few a few party goers go into the room and they're like what what are you watching and he's like oh it's dangertainment and they're like oh that's so cool we should all watch even though a it's not cool b teenagers at a party drunk on halloween would not want to watch some shitty show on a laptop and here's the thing he comes in and calls him a perv and it's like you you he was sitting there. He he found it first. Leave the kid alone. You know he's just sitting there and he's like trying to bang her. And he's like, "The fuck are you doing, perv?" I was like, "I was here. Find your yeah, fuck her in a closet or something." So then they're all just and I hate audience characters in movies because I hate when there's people watching the movie and making comments that, because they think that's what you want. It, they think that's what the audience is saying. And it's very American Pie too. Remember the whole thing with the uh, foreign exchange student? Yeah. And it's very that. It's very of the time. I bet, I bet the dude from American Pie suggested that. Yeah. Hey, get a bunch of guys. Speaking of, I think this is right around the time he's looking at the mirror, and Michael bursts through the mirror and kills him. <laughs> not yet, not yet. Not yet? Um, so he's getting very handsy with Katie Sackoff. He wants to, like, bang. He wants Katie to touch his sack. Yeah, pretty much. And then he wants to see a tit. He wants her to, like, show her tits. Because he believes that, oh, you'll get all the great... Uh, this is the early 2000s where it was considered acceptable to just be a horrible, misogynistic ar- freak. It was around the time when they did um, Girls Gone Wild. Right, so that was, that so, was so, hot at the moment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I, I actually uh, I actually think... Because you can kind of see Michael staring at them. <laughs> and I think he intends to kill her last because he's like... That cop teasing bitch. I wanted to see a titty, and you fucking take that away from me. I think it's why he killed that guy because he wasn't uh, smooth enough. Maybe, yeah. So anyway, he's checking himself out, and um, he just gets his fucking face. He, he, just he gets, like stabs him on the mirror, right? And he, well, no, no, he stabs him, but it's so shot, like it's edited so shitly. I know. It's like the jump scare doesn't work, and you're just like, what's going on? One second he's looking in the mirror, and the next second he's it's, being it's killed, right? It's using the head cam and like a very close-up shot, and it's so terrible because you don't know what's going on until he, he goes, ugh. And here's the thing. Every character in this, every man apart from Rudy and maybe Buster are horn dogs. Buster's got to be a horn dog. Uh, 
for Kung Fu, apparently. <laughs> yeah, and I actually wrote down, Ruji just needs to show his dick and all the lads are horn dogs. Um, Katie Sackhoff screams. Yeah, this is before the murder. Right. And, and then she's like, just fucking with people. That's a death flag. That's a de- you know, when you you fake people out, that's death flag number one. Definitely. Um, and then, you know, the se- the second death flag is T's and tits. So that's two. Um... Yeah, I put Pie Guy. I don't even remember his name. American Pie dude. I just call him Pie Guy. Uh, just very terrible. Seventh build member of American Pie is now yeah. dead. <laughs> yes, he yes. is the star power right now. Yeah, somehow. And then, I I did note that ever since Jamie Lee Curtis died, I think she took the camera crew with her because the the editing in this movie is shit. Yeah, the camera work is shit. Jamie was like, "All right, well, I'm done," and the crew was like, "Oh wait, you mean you're not in this entire movie?" And then, fuck this. And then, not Chris D'Elia and the goth chick discover. They fuck right. They're about to. This is before that. They discover an underground passageway, which is unbelievable and stupid. But and then they, and then they, they start to fuck. That's where they start to fuck. And then the wall caves in on them. And at first, I thought they were paying off the earlier bit where Michael walks through the door by yeah. having him walk through the wall. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. But instead, it's just a somehow this shitty. Production company was able to set up just some little like yeah. jump scare stunt huh? to and, scare its. And then as that happens, she sees the bones. The golf chick, I swear, is like coming. Doesn't she want him to keep going? But the guy, the creepy rock star guy, is like, "Oh, I'm not feeling it anymore. I'm gonna leave now." Yep. Yeah, well, because he checks the. Uh, I'm bo- gonna go check out this tunnel. She checks the body parts out, and it's like made in Taiwan and shit like that. She's like, I didn't realize people had their uh, had <laughs> their countries of origin written on their bones. It's the thing. I- it's probably they're probably real because plastic is expensive. They could probably make it cheaper if they just kill people. Uh, so then um, they go down that tunnel, right? And she tries to follow him, but yeah. Michael makes uh, his no, next appearance. The, no, no. After this, we have the meeting of the Michaels. Oh God damn! <laughs> the meeting of the fucking Michaels. Yes. Uh, basically, uh, Buster Rhymes is uh, basically he's, he's trying to add a bit of drama to his TV show. Because he knows the show sucks. Yeah, oh yeah, he, he knows. So he's wandering around the house dressed like Michael Myers, even though the eye holes are so big that you can see the skin, and you can see that he's a black man, and Michael is not a black man. Although, if you see Michael's eyes, he's painted black around his eyes too. Because you, like, you can see the paint around Stole his eyes. Stole a thing of shoe polish right before. Yeah, yeah, like, oh shit, I don't, you know, there's a black guy, I gotta so like... So they run into each other, and Buster's just like... What the hell are you doing, man? There's not supposed to be two Michaels, you dumbass. And he is punking him out. He's like, he's like smacking him on the face, yeah. yelling at him. And he's like, you know what? Go back to the van. Tara Banks is in there. And Michael just turns around and leaves. Yeah. He, he lets himself get like abused and yelled at and then just turns around and walks away. Yeah. I and wonder, you think, I wonder, oh, he's going to go kill Tyra Banks. But as it turns out... We'll, we'll, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. Um, mm. But yeah, and then I wonder if these three years has dulled Michael down or... As he, like, decided to come, you know, I wish they, they killed the American Pie guy later, because it would have been a furry narrative if Michael Myers just wanted to retire into his uh, old house, and now these people are just fucking with him the entire time, and now he decides to kill. You know, make Michael Myers Maybe, yeah. the hero of the movie. Yeah, because you know, he killed Laurie, so he has no real reason to go on. Yeah, so he even gave his knife to that fat kid. Exactly. So th- th- that would have been hilarious if it's like a retire, kind of like a Gran Torino. <laughs> it's like Gran Torino but Halloween style exactly Michael Myers get off my lawn you damn kids yeah don't have sex okay I'll give him an eye fuck it and uh, then so uh, the goth starts to investigate 
And over the side of the wall, Michael sees, um, you see, he has a picture of Laurie. And then you have, like, a bunch of shit. And then, you know, it's a stove. And then that's where we discover Michael eats rats. I think he eats dogs as well from earlier movies. Yeah, but in the context of this, he eats rats. And here's the thing. He eats them alive because when she touches the rat, it's still alive. Even though it has no head. Which makes absolutely... Yeah, then that's pretty, it's pretty you know, gross. And then... Um, like, how are you that ripped if all you've been eating is live rats? I feel like there's not too, too much protein in those rats. That's Rudy. Rudy. There's very little meat in those rats. It would have been funny if uh, Rudy was in this scene and just starts mentioning about protein and how using a stovetop like that is not a proper adequate way. Definitely. And that they, they should have got a, a barbecue. Whoever wrote this wasn't that clever, though. Yeah. Not at all. And is this before Redhead gets... And then this, this actually is, leads up to it. And as they're watching it, the, uh, the crowd is laughing. Yeah, the crowd is not reacting how the filmmakers should want their crowds to react. They're saying, like, oh, this looks fake. This yeah. sucks. This is boring. Even when she dies. <laughs> yeah, and it's actually a pretty decent effect. It is, because it's basically a, it's one of the better a gore spike effects. through a chest. She takes a spike through her chest, and it's a, it's a pretty good effect, considering these movies don't usually show the deaths that yeah. well. They cut uh, away due to the MPAA. This was, this was around the time when uh, slasher movies was desperately, like, gutted. Um, but yeah, this was a better one, even decently edited too. And then it immediately cuts to a character saying, <laughs> that looked fake. Yeah, I'm like, Ugh. And meanwhile, David Arquette kid is like, oh no, I, I think it's real, you guys. I'm pretty sure this is real. It's just like when you're a kid and you're watching wrestling with your friends and your friends yeah, are like, I had that this thing. looks fake. And you're like, no, it's real. Speaking of David Arquette, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, so then we get death flag number three for Katie Sackhoff. She's doing marijuana. Marijuana's the big killer. With Rudy. You know. And it would have been hilarious if he's going down the steps, he's just rubbing his tummy and going, God, I need some of that protein right now. You know, just, uh... So, when, Michael Myers is being extra creepy. He's just, like, constantly, like... He's like Buster from Arrested Development, just, like, kind of in the background staring at people. Yeah, he is. Um, and so Rudy is high, and he's jabbering. He's, like, getting to Buster Ryan's level with his, uh... And then Busta happens to make an appearance, yeah. trying to create drama by attacking them. And then when they defend themselves and elbow him in the chest or whatever, he's yeah. like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. What the hell, man? I'm fucking with you. Quit, quit, cut it, cut, cut. And, and it's revealed that Michael is Freddy. Oh, wow. And they cut, and the people watching at home must be furious at this point, because they're like, yeah. what the hell? This scary show I'm watching just had the Michael Myers guy yell out, ow, what the fuck? And <laughs> yeah. turned off. And More horror movies need that. Wait, someone gets a finger. Oh, he has. Oh, what the fuck! <laughs> Cuts and there's a new actor. Yeah. And then basically, Buster monologues about how he's all about the paper. You know, Buster run out like a black and white villain. And then as he walks away, he makes his exit like a black and white villain in his old movies. Instead of with a cape, he's running away with his mask, <laughs> like like this just this. Mustache twirling villain. Oh, and the best part is that he tells them, like, yo, I'm just trying to create a drama. Please don't break character. Please yeah. don't break character. And then in the very next scene, when the real Michael shows up, the first thing one of those contestants says is, Freddy, you're going to have to try a lot harder than that. <laughs> it would be funny if he pulled his mask off. <laughs> he went. burst out and was like, what the fuck? <coughs> what did I just say? <laughs> you're fired. Get out of here. But and, this is the real Michael Myers. But as they're doing it, they decide to leave. They, they want to leave because the integrity of reality TV shows have been ruined with this fakery. All the integrity of reality And then TV. they mention internet Emmys. And I'm like, oh God. I want one of them. I'm going to find my internet. 
for this your, podcast. Your show is going to get nominated. If, yes. If Danger Tainment can win an internet Emmy. And then uh, we finally get, after all these death flags, Katie Sackhoff finally dies. And she notices a bunch of dead bodies, right? Uh, she, I think oh, the American Pie dude is in the corner dead. And- yeah, and then she noticed the cameraman that got his uh, throat da- dashed in is hanging from the um, attic. Then Michael's like, check out how sharp my knife is, and he cuts her fucking head off with one clean swoop. And this isn't like a, a machete, which would have... It's a kitchen knife. It was a kitchen knife. Omar Epps was probably like, holy and fuck, was, I need one of those knives. Yeah, he's like, hey, Michael, where you get one of those knives? <laughs> so her, her head goes bouncing down the stairs, and it's pretty funny. Yes. And the rainy contestants just kind of stand there watching it happen. And then uh, Chris DeLeo gets... And I actually like this one, just because the editing was really nice. Because you see him as he's dying and getting his head crushed and his face is bleeding. It's a callback to a previous Halloween movie. Which um, one were you thinking? Uh, I think it's uh, four or five. A guy gets his head crushed. Are you thinking of Hall- uh, Friday the 13th Part 7? No, no, there's a head oh. crush in Halloween too. Uh, not Halloween 2, but also in Halloween. And so um, it was nice because you see his eyes bleeding and everything. And it was perfect. Once again, they all just stand around and let their friend get his head crushed in. And so Michael's on a tear. He's killed two people in the space of two minutes. And he decides to kill them. Then he turns his attention to the chef, to the master chef. So Rudy saves saves the day, saving Sarah. And then immediately, Sarah runs away. And then as that's happening, Rudy is just carrying on the chef gimmick. He's giving... Protein tips. He's telling him maybe you should cut down on your protein so you're less angry. I eat a lot of protein and I'm a pretty calm dude. Um, and then he brings out the cooks. I wonder if he's plus two because he's a chef, so he's plus two with knives. If you're doing like Dungeons and Dragons, and then he he's shitly just swinging at him. And Michael just grabs him and impels him on the doorway, mm. which I think is a callback. Yeah. To other Halloween that, movies. That was in the first but movie. But it doesn't look good at all because there's no blood on the knife when he impales him. But then the, the, the last one, there was blood. And in the next shot, there's blood. Yeah. The blood missed its cue. But I did notice that the, these uh, three kills, uh, well, these two kills uh, with Crystalia and Rudy are some of the best edited kills in this movie. And they all happen within a couple minutes they, of They it. have like an artistic... Te- into, you know, the Katie Sackhoff one was a bit bullshit just because... Uh, I've, maybe they, they've done a, bu- a bunch more chops, but because of the uh, MPAA rating, they yeah, had to do it in one shot. Um, so then... Um, uh, I don't like that the, there's like almost no deaths and they all happen so close to each other, because it reminds me of when you're watching like a Survivor Series tag match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like no eliminations, and then they all happen within like two minutes of each other. Yeah, yeah. And then we, we get... Because this is uh, very much like Blair Witch... We get the Blair Witch style begging to the camera. Oh, and the acting is so mediocre. Yeah. And then as soon as she finishes, it cuts to one of the audience members going, whoa, she's really good. <laughs> like, fuck you. Fuck you. No, she's not. <laughs> you just say that because you got paid to do it. Or because the director was joking around. I wonder if this was sponsored by PDAs, because the PDA pretty much is the uh, second uh, protagonist in this movie. It because is. he starts... He starts sending her messages where he is and stuff like that. Because uh, Catfish Boy, a.k.a. Deckard, a.k.a. I don't know his other name, uh, starts giving instructions. She escapes to the outside as Michael slashes. The show is a hit because the amount of people in that room... And they're all completely invested somehow. Yeah, yeah, they're like... They must have drank a mm. lot. Uh, this is when Buster pulls off his stealth maneuver. He just like like leans down over top of... Sarah and grabs her and he leans in and his face looks like he just shit himself and he's like Sarah yeah. everybody dead yeah 
And then, um, yeah, and then I'm, as I'm wondering, I'm like, where the fuck is Tyra in the, all this? Like, she disappeared completely. And then, um, then we get the true fight, the big fight, the one you've been waiting for. Buster Rhymes, Michael Myers number two versus Michael Myers number one. And, uh... And it's the big moment. Yeah. Because, uh... Buster Ryan shows what he learned watching his 4am kung fu. And starts doing waz and everything like that. And then he's like, oh, the waz aren't enough for you. Well, let me just roundhouse kick you out of a window and into a noose. (laughs) Whoever made Def Jam fight for New York and put Buster Rhymes in it must have watched Halloween Resurrection. Yeah, I love that game, by the way. Yeah, that's why I'm willing to accept that Buster Rams was able to beat up Michael Myers. <laughs> and then when he finally sees him again, and he's so shocked, I just want to hear his inter- internal monologue. He's like, my kung fu didn't kill a man. <laughs> I roundhouse kicked him once. You know, it'd be, it'd be hilarious if he's like really into like the Japanese lifestyle, and because he dishonored him, his kung fu. He commits harakiri. Uh, yeah, I actually put senpuku, but it's harakiri. I, I uh, mispronounced. And then... Michael, like, round two, Michael stabs the shit out of Buster. Like, well, first Buster's like, oh, well, I knocked him out the window, so he must be dead. Yeah. Let's go home. And then uh, David Arquette, teenager, is like, wait, he's still alive. He's not dead. And then they just stand there reading the email instead of moving. Yeah. And then, um, so, yeah, my- Michael stabs the shit out of Buster. Like, really stabs the shit out of him. You think, oh, he's dead. He's not coming back. Yeah, yeah. And so, um... Michael was Michael was the dumb one this time because usually what happens is they think they killed Michael <laughs> yeah, yeah. and they leave him. But this time Michael thought he killed Buster and left him on the ground. So, so Buster is the Michael Myers to every- of Halloween Resurrection. Yeah. So then, um, yeah, she finds Rudy hanging and she's she's like, oh, and then just Damn, runs off. All my friends are dead. I'm and gonna then, go grab a chainsaw. And then I'm wondering again, where is Tyra? And so we uh, go down, we go down the underground, go back down the underground. She starts. Fo- Falling on the snake way and stuff like that. And then... She uh, runs down snake way. Yeah, like, she goes down the... It's like all different types of paths and stuff like that. And then she goes up the uh, ladder. And that's where we discover like a giant pool of blood. Like, it was like they just murdered somebody. And apparently they did. Because Tyra Banks is hanging from the rooftop. And you don't see any blood. You don't see... You always see his darkness and just her eyes. So she was killed off screen. Yeah, there is a deleted scene of her death, but I think the acting was just so bad that oh. they just said fuck it and cut it. Did you they see- should have. They should have just cut her from the movie. She doesn't add anything. Like, what is she famous for again? Just like um, shows. She, uh, she's the model, and then she got her own show. Was the show after Halloween Resurrection? Uh, it was around this time. Because anyone who watched Halloween Resurrection and thought she needed a show the, after that, the needs first to thing be I saw her in kicked was, in the was um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. She played. She had like a regular role in that movie. I don't believe I ever actually watched that show. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. No, I, I knew the theme, but I never actually oh, wow. watched the show. It, it's a good. It's a good show, but that was, you know, I try and watch it now, and I'm like, Ugh. um, it's it's aged a bit, but there's still some funny bits in right. it. Uh, the the serious episodes are pretty funny. Anyway, so um, Sarah goes to the shed and grabs a chainsaw. Right? I'm like, holy shit. Because I guess when they were ripping off the Texas Chainsaw Massacre aesthetic, they peppered in a chainsaw. Yeah, yeah. I and think I think that came in with the aesthetic. I think they had to pay for it. They're like, you got to have a chainsaw in there. And she goes to lift the chainsaw and manages to get it tangled in all the wires. Oh, yeah. Causing a huge fire. And to this movie's credit, they used actual fire. Then, uh, she doesn't get tangled. She um, It runs out of gas. 
And then she tosses it to the ground, and then she tries to run and trips on the wires. Causing a huge fire. Causing a huge fire. At least it's real fire, not CGI fire. But this is where we have a double down. CGI Michael, fire is the worst. Michael Myers is on the ground. She's on the ground. <laughs> Who um, shows up? Uh, before that, though, I noticed the mixer that was on top, and I'm like, I want that for my podcast. <laughs> yeah, the, the podcaster in me was like, I need that. So, um, and then we finally have the rubber match. They're both down. No one knows what's going to happen. And yep. guess who shows up? Bust. Trick or treat, motherfucker. <laughs> yes. I, I wrote the same thing down. And Michael fucks Michael's like, huh, up. now I know how it feels. Yeah. Well, and then basically throws him across the room. Beats the fuck out of him. Um, and then as he's, you know, as he's like backing off, Buster Rhymes electrocutes Michael Myers in the nuts. In the fucking dick. And then he backs up into the wires. Now, the funny thing is, in the past couple of movies I've done for this podcast, the villain's been electrocuted. Are Uh, you serious? Yeah. I watched No Holds Barred with Stefan Richard. Uh, The uh, villain gets electrocuted. Watched Suburban Commando. The villain gets electrocuted. Halloween Resurrection. The villain gets electrocuted. So, we're we're pretty much having electrocution endings in most of... Most of the stuff I've done, so I'm just finding it hilarious how it is. So the um, electrocution works for the time being. Uh, Michael's down for the count. Busta and Sarah call, I guess, an ambulance. Uh, yeah, uh, he, he's like, he's down. Um, so does this make Buster better than Doctor Loomis? Because he managed to stop with Mike, kung Mike, fu. With kung fu, not with psychology, but with a roundhouse kick, a roundhouse catchphrases, and uh, electricity to the balls. Whereas uh, one, Buster Rhymes was the one doing the One Punch Man exercises, <laughs> maybe maybe the uh, work out together and it's just like a rivalry between each other, <laughs> friendly rivalry. Yeah. So um, so Doctor Lewis had guns, fire, and and like explosions and, and still, acting ability and uh, acting ability and still couldn't. Buster says rapping, uh, mugging, mugging, <laughs> mugging for the camera, uh, kung fu and electricity and could put Michael down. So, uh, and then we get to the bit, and um, Catfish Boy with the assist, um, and then it's like... Does Catfish Boy ever actually end up meeting Sarah in person? No, no, that, that's surprising. What is, what's a pointless payoff? As she's standing around, and, and she's reading the PDA, I was half expecting, because she was looking around, and was like, oh, you're on the news. I was half expecting him to be standing there, because, you know, he's, you know, he wants to see her, and it would be hilarious if she looked at him and went... You're six, oh, you! You're 16. Get away from me! Like David Arquette, get away from me! Or she starts making out with him, and because he's a minor, the police arrest her right there and then. <laughs> or it just cuts to him violently masturbating at the house party, and everyone being like, "Ugh, stop it! <laughs> stop!" Yeah. Um, and then, then they sequel bait because she's like, "Who mm-hmm. knows he's, if he's finished?" And then, <laughs> and, and then, instead of even leaving it open, they then, they oh, then end oh, the movie with before this. Uh, Buster Rhymes does a, a complete character 180. Starts oh, yeah, talking he's... down the banes of uh, reality TV and the whole getting and stuff like that. Like this whole situation changed changed him. Um, and then he mentions a shark, and that was where I was like, there needs to be a sequel where it's Buster Rhymes and LL Cool J versus a shark and Michael Myers. Because as soon as he said shark, I'm like. Holy shit. Halloween and Jaws. Hall- Halloween and Deep Blue Sea. Michael Myers versus Jaws. Michael Myers in the Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. Michael Myers riding a shark as he's fighting LL Cool J and Buster Rhymes. 
That would be an amazing movie. Uh, so then, um, then they go to a, a morgue, and um, they, Michael still has his mask on, even though he's in a morgue. They just left. No, no, no. The reason why he had his mask on was because it was pretty much melted to his face. Yeah, it was the gro- It was actually a pretty gross effect. Yeah, kind of like yellowed. It reminded me of Jason and Jason. And then they mentioned goes to hell. They mentioned that you know there's a superstar. Uh, ne- you know, next next day, and she's like, "Oh, he's like, give me an autograph." Kind of joking, and then as she goes to check him, his eyes open, he chokes her, and that's that's it the end. A, yeah, ends on a jump scare. That oh, and before that, they actually, yeah, she calls him a, a chicken. Buster Ryan calls him a chicken fried motherfucker as she, you know, as uh, Sarah checks his dead body, <laughs> you know, and then I put uh, sequel Halloween invades KFC. That would be good. Yeah, that would the be the Colonel versus Michael Myers. And here's the thing: Michael Myers must have been training himself to to lay perfectly still because nobody noticed that he was alive from you know from his house all the way to the hospital. And who knows how long that was? He's probably just embarrassed about the whole getting his ass kicked by Buster Rhymes. Yeah. So he's reflecting. So the last thing you see is him grab the woman by the throat and his eyes open. And there's like a screaming effect. Yeah. That and then, scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. <laughs> but but now you just laugh your ass off. It's like, ow, my ear. So that was the end of Halloween Resurrection. And, and uh, it didn't resurrect the series. It killed the series. It killed the series so much that they rebooted it. Five years later. Like Yeah. Was it five years? It was 2007? Yep. Yeah, so, Rob Zombie. Yeah, uh, what are your uh, feelings on the Rob Zombie? I mean, I I kind of like Rob Zombie's like redneck gross style, but I don't know if it necessarily works for Halloween. I didn't like that they um, made the kid a little pudgy asshole. Not that that they actually gave a reason why he's an asshole. I think and it's Mike, just rednecks. I think Michael Myers is scary when he he's just like a kid who decided to kill someone one yeah, day. Yeah, that there's no reason. There's, there's no, no cult. cult. There's, there's no, no abuse. It's just. He He's just a bad kid. He just snapped. Just it, a it's a shitty little asshole. It's scarier that way. So, um, just a little prick. So, yeah, this movie is not good. Uh, it's aged very like, badly. The opening is so bad that it's very entertaining, and the ending is so bad that it's very entertaining, but the middle of the movie is just very, very dull and hard to get through. The, the opening felt rushed, and like I said, if they extended that into a movie, it would have been a very... A Still much, probably wouldn't have been good, but it would have been wa- more watchable. Yeah, exactly. It would have been better. Um, but yeah, it's not a good movie. Um, I did, but Buster Rhymes kind of, it's a movie that you can watch with buddies and laugh at everything Buster Rhymes says. Yeah. He's by far the shining star of this fucking movie. Yeah. And that, that was drawn a time where they'll bring rappers into horror movies to kind of like bump up, um, you know, bring people in because it's got a rap. Of this versus. was a very bad time for movies in general, oh, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that was early thousands. No. Yeah. Cause they had uh, what was it? Kelly Rowland come into Friday versus uh, Freddy versus Jason, um, and she starts making fun of him, saying how he's a little dick compared to Jason's giant dick. Wasn't this around the same time Jason X came out as well? Yes, and there, there was no rappers in that. But you know, for a long time they were doing that whole thing where it was like, we got to get rappers in because that's what brings people in. Like LL Cool J was in H two O. Oh yeah, 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 and he survived too, surprisingly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Almost everyone survived in H two O. That was a problem I had with that movie. He, he survived and became a cook. In an ocean liner somewhere where he fought sharks. There needs to be a movie with him and Omar Epps just being cooks together. <laughs> yes, yeah. It's just a, a cooking island and they're just talking about protein. <laughs> Dealing with killers. Yeah, uh, Killer Cook Island or something like that. So anyway, so that was ha- Halloween Resurrection. Uh, not good. 
Uh, we might have made it sound more fun than it actually is. We pretty much did. Like, it's, I, it's very I, boring for the middle I kept, 30 minutes. I kept wanting to leave. It was not good. Uh, yes. And he watched it at home and he wanted to leave. I did, I did. I, I, uh, I needed to call my landlord and said, hey, I, I want to put my shit up for rent. And the landlord could hear Halloween Resurrection on in the background and was like, nope. Nope, nope, no, it's yours yet. Now, didn't you read the... Uh, didn't you read the agreement? You watch Halloween Resurrection. You, you're there for life. So uh, anyway, we'll be right back. I'm just going to re- say this because uh, there's been many, uh, many. issues. Many okay. issues. Uh, so yeah, we'll be right back. And we are back with uh, Saint Saint Saint. You fucked up my name every keep, single time. I know I do. I do. Uh, Shane Saint Germain. <laughs> there's too many S's in that fucking goddamn thing. There's, there's two. two. I know, but. It's, <laughs> And I hate that you came up with the number faster than me. I did. Fuck you. <laughs> um, anyway, we're back. Uh, we're just discussing um, off air just a, a bunch of movies, and uh, one of the things we'll mention is this new Halloween movie. Uh, it has basically it's forgetting the uh, every movie apart from the first one, which is what H two O kind of did too, as well. I right? know uh, it, it. It remembered the two movies because right. it was still right. brother it was and a sister. sequel to Halloween two, I believe. Yeah. And then, because um, I've been reading some background information, and um, apparently the only reason why number two was done was because um, John Carpenter wanted to do the third movie after one. And then, um, so what happened was, it was like, we need to finish off the Michael story. Right, because what they originally wanted to do was make it like an anthology thing where each Halloween was a different story. Yeah, which but then Halloween three pissed off audiences because it wasn't about Michael Myers. Mm. Yes. And then Halloween's four, five, and six pissed off audiences because they were about Michael Myers, but they were, for the most part, not very good. They were, they were, they were pretty much like six was shit, low budget uh, movies. So, um, but anyway, as he was, apparently John Carpenter, as he wrote the movie, was just drinking beer and trying to write as best as he could. He was like, he was pretty much loaded off his tits as he was writing this movie. And, you know, because he wanted to get that third movie made. So, um, and then apparently John Carpenter has a lot more involved with this movie. The new one coming out? Yeah, he's a producer. He's doing the music. Oh, I'm really, really happy about the music thing because the music in almost all of the movies except for the first one and maybe the third one is dog shit. Yeah, you can tell because they edit the original theme, but they add so many, like, stuff overlaying it that it doesn't sound good. Resurrection is just the generic early thousands shitty. Yes. Shitty. Pop, technical um, music. And then, you know who's producing this movie, right? Isn't it like Danny McBride or Danny McBride, shit? yeah. He's producing this. Is he in it? Uh, no. But the, my guess is it's probably a camera. Well, I hope he gets like a... It'd be cool if he's like a trucker who gets killed off or some shit. Yeah, yeah. And um, and then the original Michael Myers is coming back, Nick Castle, who I never knew was actually a movie director. He's a movie director? Yeah. You ever, you ever heard of the movie uh, Major Pain star in... Uh, isn't that like a shitty comedy? Yeah. Starring uh, one of D- the Damon. Wayne's brothers? Yeah. He directed that? He directed that. And they should have wrote that on the cover, directed by Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the Halloween guy, not the comedian. Yeah. Uh, he directed that. He's, he's directed quite a few. His name is uh, Nick Castle. Um, I'm just looking up now. But yeah, uh, he's coming back. Although, apparently, he's he's not the main Michael, but he's going to be like the face when he doesn't have the mask on. That's, that could be cool. Yeah, I feel uh, like he's probably too old to be the main Michael. Uh, like Four years ago. Yeah, have you seen the trailer? I think I, I believe I watched it once without the sound on. There's a, uh, they kind of have a Doctor Loomis character there. It's like this English psychology guy, 
and I'm wondering if he's related to the original Doctor Loomis or if it's just if it's just there just to add, you know, hey, huh? Yeah, he's English. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know um, Donald Pleasance died, like, he di- shortly after the curse of Michael Myers. 1995 he died. He was actually born in the same area as I was bo- born. And it sucks because I'm pretty sure they wanted to start H2O with, Mike, with Loomis being killed off. But because he was already dead, they yeah. just had Michael kill off a completely unrelated psychologist. Yeah. Who just happens to know Loomis. And then he, broke, he actually broke into Loomis's office where all the files where uh, Laurie Strode was currently lift it, living. Uh, so yeah, the guy who, uh, Nick uh, Castle, he, um, he co-wrote Escape from New York as well. That one's pretty good. So, you know, he's uh, he's done it, but he also did The Last Starfighter. Oh, which one was that again? Kurt, was that the one with uh, Jeff Bridges? Uh, no, that's... Kurt Russell? It's where um, a kid plays video games, and then it manages to... Uh, he, whoever gets a high score is recruited to this intergalactic uh, war. Oh, it's sort of like Ender's Game or some uh, yeah. shit? It's kind of like that, but he also did the Dennis the Menace movie. Uh, never <laughs> ever going to watch that. And then he also uh, wrote the screenplay for Hook, the Robin Williams movie. Mm. So the original Michael Myers wrote Hook. So um, it's a really weird fact. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised. I thought it was just like some stunt man that didn't do much. Yeah, that's, that's what I was that's thinking. That's too. usually what a lot of people who play serial killers are. They they usually make their money on convention circuits. And Kane Hodder. Like. Kane Hodder. Yeah, prime example. Yeah. Every time I see a picture of Kane, he's choking somebody. Every fucking time. Every time. <laughs> if I ever meet Kane Hodder, I'm just going to yell, get your goddamn hands off me. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I just want a picture like a man. Give me a prom pose. Put your arm around me. Put hold your, me tight. Yeah. Daddy. <laughs> you know, whispered daddy in his ear. His eyes widen as the picture taken. But, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's coming out. They're actually bringing this one out in October. Well, that's good. So, uh, yeah. It makes sense to bring out the Halloween movie in the month of Halloween. Exactly. Uh, I usually like when they do that with uh, Friday the 13th, too, when they bring it around uh, Friday the 13th. That's that's clever, yeah, too. Yeah, although we won't be seeing one for a while because there's huge litigation going on with that. With the studios? Uh, no, the, the original writer, the guy who did the uh, screenplay, who sold it on, is basically suing... Uh, whoever owns the rights right now. To try uh, to get a shitload of money. Yeah. And so there's no... It's so hold, held up that there's no movies coming out. Uh, the Friday the 13th game that came out recently, they're not doing any... Um, oh, they gave up on that? They they have to. That's so shitty. I mean, I heard that game wasn't great anyway. It, it, it's fun. It's fun when you're Jason. It, but it's, fu- it's fun when you're a camp counselor too. I really like the game. But they can't do any more content until this clears up. So it's pretty much killed the game. There's another game I play. It's like a uh, puzzle game. And that's dead too. It's killed a lot of stuff because of this uh, litigation issues. Uh, so all we have right now is Halloween. And I got a feeling Freddy's coming next. I feel, I feel it's right for the picking for a Fre- uh, Freddy movie. Yeah, I heard they were rebooting the Freddy Yeah, again. You know what? They should get the guy from the remake because he really did a good job. They just Jackie re- Earl Haley. Yes. The only issue was the editing did him no favors because he's a small man. Now, Fred, you know Robert. Yeah, he's tiny. Like, and we played Rorschach and Watchmen. And Rorschach was a midget, basically. But they still made him look bigger than he is by doing a lot of like Dutch angles. Yeah, they only it's only really revealed a few times because with Freddy, he can be as big or as little as he wants to be. Right. You know, if 
and you could always do it when they bring back to the real world is a lot smaller than what you see in, in the dream, but you, you've got to be creative with this kind of stuff. Mm, that movie was not very creative. Or, no. I just remember being a bunch of jump scares. Yeah. One of the kids, and it looks like Brian Kendrick. Yes, I remember that, yeah. Um, but yeah, so hopefully the, they do justice for the new Freddy movie if it comes out, but uh, they, they have to get someone, like a creative visionary kind of director, not you know someone that's willing to take it out there. Like um, the guy who did the third movie. That was really. That one was great. That was really creative. Or when Wes Craven did New Nightmare. But fortunately, Wes Craven's passed away since then. Yeah, yeah. So we can't get him. Um, I love the. I love to see the guy who did the New Evil Dead movie. I don't yeah. remember the name. Uh, it's a. Ver- it's a very like Latino name. Uh, Feliz something. Yeah, that one was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I that, that. that was a perfect example. The gore was the best part for sure. Oh yeah, that that was crazy. So. Um, yeah, this is the end of the podcast. We're about an hour and 11. So uh, if you have anything you want to say or an- anything you want to plug, just uh, feel free. Uh, don't watch Halloween Resurrection. <laughs> you won't enjoy it, and then you will be mad at both of us. Yeah. Uh, that's about it. Yep. That's all I got to plug. You got no plugs? No, like, uh, social? You got a or? friend named James Beaver. He does a podcast. You should check it out. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, and I guess I'll, I'll do the, my plug. So... Uh, we were on Twitter at Beaver Does. Uh, they cut off the movies when I tried to start it up. Uh, so it's just called Beaver Does? It's just Beaver Does. So if I ever decide to like change the format, like if I want to do like a live podcast or something. Beaver Does Drugs. Beaver Does Drugs. Beaver Does Books. Beaver do- <laughs> Fuck that. You mean just reading a book into the uh, microphone? You know, get, get sued. I would pay to listen to you read a book. <laughs> well, that's a hard word. What, what does that mean? Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> like 45 minutes of trying to find out what the word means or trying to pronounce it. Uh, and then we've got um, Instagram, BeaverJMM. We have uh, the Facebook at Beaver Does Movies, to so search for it. Uh, we're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on Google Play. Um, yeah, and then just uh, follow, follow us on that, all that stuff. Um, I've decided now uh, I'm, my confidence in getting guests is... Is bumping up, so I'm gonna do a episode like this every week now. And then if I can't find anyone, I'll do a solo episode, which is about ten minutes, and be trying You're to do an episode about Han Solo. Um, I've mentioned Han Solo. You got to do a solo episode about Solo. <laughs> solo about Solo. Uh, I've done an episode where we did a movie, and then we slowly talked about uh, Solo a little bit. But I, I don't really, I don't really, unless it's a truly piece of shit movie or just like crazy, I'll do an episode, but. There's no fun in doing current movies. Yeah, no. Uh, the movie experience is a completely different experience than you know sitting down and you know dissecting stuff like that. So it's I don't think it'll be fun unless it's something that really appeals to me. I actually saw one movie. Uh, rec- I didn't see it, but I saw it advertised. It was called uh, Death by Selfie. Oh god, I, that sounds familiar. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was actually in the local town eight, so I wanted to check that out. But um, I, didn't, I didn't get a to chance. Keep living your life. I, I decided I didn't want to pay like ten, eleven dollars to watch. Yeah, Death well, by I, Selfie. I go to the town eight, so it's about five twenty. That's. Per- I, I still think that's about two twenty too much to hey, watch. Death I, by I, I was trying to like, uh, hey, do you want to sponsor me? Let me go watch this movie for free. And they told me, get out. Just, just get out. Just get out. Uh, I've actually seen the manager. I was watching um, Batman versus Superman, and then. 
manager came out and asked if you were okay after. <laughs> no, Apologize. No, 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 a guy wouldn't shut the fuck up in front. And then the next thing, no, no, it was it. We were watching it. And then the two people at the front wouldn't shut, wouldn't shut the fuck up. And then the next thing I see is I turn and he has both guys and they're like a couple of feet bigger than him because he was a small Filipino man. And he's basically dragging him out. Holy shit. Yeah. And then he comes in and goes, I'm sorry, guys. And all you can hear is going, shh. <laughs> they start shushing the manager. <laughs> Did it cut to him throwing everyone out of the theater? <laughs> Get out. <laughs> cut that shit off. <laughs> you know. But yeah, like, I like that because he actually took action when it needed to be. That doesn't usually happen. It, no, no. The, um, I also like it sometimes because it's not users often. Okay, that was just, that was like the final... The uh, final technical difficulty. So you know what? Let's just get it while the getting's good. It's an hour and 15 minutes. It's been a technical mess the entire time. I'm going to kick my laptop down the street right now. Uh, thank you for watching Beaver Does Movies. Listening, I guess. Uh, unless, you, unless someone's uploaded this to YouTube. Go fuck yourselves. Uh, thank you very much. Unless you add in nice pictures and visuals and you make it like an OSW review. Yeah, yeah. That if, would be sweet. If you did that, amazing. But if you didn't, then uh, go fuck yourselves. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, in, enjoy yourselves. Do not watch Halloween Resurrection unless you're with a full team of buddies and you're uh, using it on your PDA. Uh, thank you very much and have a good time.